What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you guys for tuning in to the War Report radio series. I'm your gracious host, Jared Adams, and we are tuned in today on October 8th, 2017. Uh, I got a lot of content dropping for you guys today. Uh, a lot of special guests, including uh, my man Just Win in episode 44, and the return of Mike Hobbs uh, from a previous episode. And he joined us for two roundtable discussions, as well as the uh, NBA League Pass podcast season preview shows. Which will be dropping today. Also, today is uh, week five of the NFL, so look forward to the Against the Spread podcast uh, dropping today for that. Just a bunch of uh, pre-release episodes, uh, pre-recorded rather. Uh, had a little health concerns. I was out of town with uh, Washington D.C. Uh, shout out to the uh, Smithsonian African American Museum. If you guys are listening, tuning in, make sure you guys make your way down to D.C. Get you guys same day tickets are available online and go check out some black history at that smithsonian museum on the national mall highly recommended from your boy anyway i'm not going to waste too much time uh again a lot of content dropping for you guys this week so pay attention watch me don't watch tv holla at me man we're gonna get right into these interviews peace Stuff All right, team. welcome back to the War Report, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We got another great episode for you guys in store today. We got two very special guests. Uh, introduce yourself. We got one returning, Mike Hobbs. Introduce yourself, Mike Hobbs. Speaking to peace, Mike. peace, peace. We got another uh, special brother by the name of Jess Wynn. Introduce yourself, man. Speaking to the mic. Yeah, Jess Wynn. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's begin with some of uh, your background, Jess Wynn, because it's your first time on the War Report. Uh, my listeners have already had the gracious... Uh, opportunity to listen to mike hobbs episode and like find more about him so what is it that you do and uh like what do you do you know what i mean like let, let the people know well i think first and foremost you know i'm a man first so i win you know um i'm just a winner by mentality very competitive driven but um i guess in more detail i'm a i'm an artist i'm a creative i brand build a visionary, if you will. You know, I don't like okay. to go around saying cliche words, but when you see things before they happen and you you help other people get to them, you know that's a lane. Okay. You know, and um, I just never been a cubicle type. Yeah. You went. You know, I ain't I ain't go to I ain't go to school to, to work in the cubicle. So, you yeah. know, um, for me it's just you know I'm a, I'm a person of the people mm-hmm. and um just just into building the community, doing positive things, and you know turn the negative to positive. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. So me and you met. We met at uh, Freetown Cafe. Shout out to Freetown. Word. And I was with Mike Hobbs that day. And uh, now we're in this the War Report room doing this thing, this podcast thing. Yeah. Uh, now, what were you doing uh, there at Freetown? That it was that was like a social experiment. Yo, like, yeah. what was your goal behind that? What I want to do is I want to get our community talking. Yeah, because I feel like we got trust issues, and rightfully so. You know, after what we've been through as a community, we've been divided in so many different aspects of life. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to get the people, you know, um, talking to create a, a dialogue, a discussion, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it's it's called sex in an envelope. And what it what I do is I literally collect questions from the people that they want to ask about relationships. So anybody can ask the males what they want to ask them about relationships. Anybody can ask the females what they want to ask them about relationships. And what I do is I keep it anonymous so you can ask anything. It gets flagrant, you know? Like, And it, it needs to be discussed. So then I bring that to the spectrum and get people's opinion and, and, like, you know, collect it, put it all together, you know, package it up, and let people kind of see, you know, the things that males think about, you know, certain topics and that females think about certain topics. And that way I think my end goal in that mm-hmm. is to just really get the trust back because I think there's a trust. We don't talk. Yeah. We don't talk about it. We just do. You know, we throw ourselves in the shit before we um cuss right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing sure. about the world, you know uh, yeah. yeah one one sure. of my mottos here is that uh we fully exercise our right to freedom of speech, so you can't curse yeah. on the war report. Say what the hell you okay. want to say. Uh, okay then. Yeah. You know, no earmuffs. Yeah, yeah. We really like, keep yeah. It, we keep it honest and free here. Yeah, but um, 
yeah just get it out there get everybody talking man so that's that's what we were doing turn into a discussion we end up you know yeah that's dope yeah that's yeah, what yeah. It's about. mike hobbs you're coming back from uh the cbc he's Ooh, <laughs> I let him know no, too much already. No, no, no comment. I let, him, yeah, yeah, I let him know too much already. Mike House, what you been up to, man, since the last time on the War Report? So we just trying to finish out this uh, this Murphy campaign strong, man. Okay, how's it um, looking, man? It's looking pretty good. We pulling 19, 19 points ahead right okay. now. Um, you know, we just got we just got to get to the finish line, and we got to keep keep our foot on their neck. Okay, now Phil Murphy, right before we get into this uh, whole Trump and. Uh, NFL Neil situation, uh, Phil Murphy, right? He's kind of like the guy right now for the Democratic Party in New Jersey. And, uh, of course, he looks like he's going to win the governor's race. But, like, what does that actually mean after he's elected? I think, um, you know, when you become governor in the state of New Jersey, like, you have a lot of power, right? You kind of become the guy for the party. Yeah. And I think someone is um, as independent as Phil Murphy, he has a different type of leverage than like politicians that have come, like you know, and before him. Before him, like I think, um, and he also has a different type of mindset. Um, I think he's very, he has a very progressive like platform, and I don't think that's just talking points. I think that's really what he believes, mm-hmm. um, and that's different than like you know the traditional like uh, corporate democrat that we've had here in new jersey so i'm excited i think what, what that means is that the progressives in new jersey are really going to have a voice an independent voice right mm-hmm. i think the last time we talked i said something about how you know economic independence and in politics is something that you know really excites people right people as much as we hate talking about trump right yeah people were excited about trump because i don't he, hate talking about him i hate talking about trump because I, I hate making him more relevant like he's on every news he's channel already all day. the president of the united yeah. states yeah. but he's, he's still, about as relevant he's not he's not my president though and i think a lot of black people feel that way he's not our president and um i think talking about him we just make him we just make the conversation stronger but the independence factor about trump was that he was self-funded and that's yeah. a and large part of a large part of like people's trust for him was because of that. And here in New Jersey, now we're gonna have a governor who's been largely self-funded, and it actually has real progressive values. So I think that's really you know, I think that's what you know we needed here in New Jersey. We need independent progressives um, and people with visions. Okay, that's fair enough. Now, uh, that's a great segue into Trump. Let's get right into it. You know what I'm saying? What's your overall look on the state of America right now in 2017? Both of you guys, I'm going to leave that open to both of you guys to answer that. And, like, what what exactly is the issue that we're facing? You know what I'm saying? Because on one end, yes, he has a lot of white supremacist tendencies, right? So, like, the whole sons of bitches thing, that was, like, really uncalled for. Uh, his handling of the Charlotte, Charlottesville situation was pretty terrible. Um, and, uh, and then on top of that, it's like, but... I mean, we elected this guy. You know what I'm saying? I didn't vote for him. A lot we, of people didn't. We didn't elect this guy. Yeah. He's, let's, he's let's, still the president of the United States. Let's get that out there in the open. We didn't elect this guy. A flawed system and, and, and a flawed group elected this guy. But, okay. I, I'm, How is it a flawed system? Because, like, you know, there's no way that, you know, um, there's no way that an electoral college can necessarily that's for a different time period that's for a time period where they were concerned about people wanting to break away so now we're in this 2017 society and you're you're using this old way of doing things but i don't, I don't want to get too far into that because i feel like that's just it is what it is man accept that shit you know whatever but with trump i mean just the overview man I, i'm not gonna psychoanalyze a guy because that ain't my style um but I do think this. I think there's more to it than just racism. I think that's a distraction. I think he uses that. I think he could have said something about Kaepernick a long, long time ago. Kaepernick sat a year and some change ago. You know what I mean? Like he Kaepernick kneeled a year and some change ago. There's a whole conversation about this. Trump was making a bunch of crazy statements at the time. Said nothing about it. Right? We go through a whole season. Cap can't get a job. All kinds of shit coming up. Right? Never said nothing about it. Charlottesville goes by. Never said nothing about it, right? Then we get to now. Now, and he goes to Alabama where you know he has an ulterior motive because he ain't passing shit. 
See, he needs he needs more of that conservative GOP backing because he ain't passing shit right now. He has to flip. Or else he's going to, because the one thing that is he's prioritizing is what, because he's a narcissistic motherfucker. What will I be remembered as? What did I do? And really, he's not, he wants to do, he wants to undo Obama so that people can say he did something. And that's what the Obamacare, three times, nothing doing. So, you know, and of course, there's a, um, you know where you at. You in the Bible Belt. You in Alabama, you know where you at. Yeah. You also, a, Alabama has no sports team. They have no pro sports teams either. So I think Word. that was pretty. That was pretty key as far as like knowing that it that that type of demographic would respond well to those type of statements. Yeah, I think um, we're in a, we're in the reality we're in the 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 age of reality television, and Trump is a reality TV star. Like that's really what that's his background. I mean, outside of being a businessman, so he understands um, exciting people and like grabbing the headlines and saying things for shock value. Okay. Um, with Trump. I'm not really. I don't take him serious when he says those things because mm-hmm. I know that, like, he's just saying it to get people riled up. Yeah. To 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 stir the pot, right? Um, in terms of the state of the country right now, I think that was the original question. Was the yeah. state of state of the country with Trump? Just overall. I'm not afraid of Trump as president, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say for this one reason: like, Trump is not the legislator in the White House. Pence is the legislator. Like right. Pence actually knows how to pass an agenda. Mm-hmm. Trump just knows how to get people riled up. Okay. As long as we got Trump in the seat and Pence is like kind of at bay and a little free to do stuff, we in a good position. Like as yeah, black yeah. folks, Trump Trump still campaigning. Yeah, right. Trump is still he He's don't know anything but campaign. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I ain't worried about him. Like, like I said, Trump is irrelevant. Like just, just continue to sit in that seat for the next three years, two years, whatever. How much time we got left with you in there, and then just lose in twenty twenty. Like okay now. We can dive right into that because you, you, you mentioned it right now. I am one of the people that think Trump is going to get reelected in 2020. <laughs> no doubt about it in my mind. Wow. That he's going to get reelected. But and one of the reasons is because he has no opposition to really run against him at this point in time. Who could, who could you really place out there that could defeat Trump? I think Trump? Booker will wipe the floor with Trump. Well, I think Trump will wipe the floor with Booker, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. And, I think and, Booker because or Kamala but, Harris would either, but both of those two people would give him a run for his money. And as long as Bernie Sanders don't have a stroke between now and uh, and, and and then, like I think he also stands a chance. Like the Democratic, like the the bench is deep. It's not super deep. How the Republicans got twenty people on stage during the during the debates, like, but it's deep enough where you got viable candidates. It's too early. It's too early. It's really too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even the type to do the predictions because I wouldn't have predicted we'd be here right now. Where we at? You know what Max. I mean? So, yeah. like, you know, with that being said, I think it's too early because um, it's kind of like, you know how, like, when you went to class, like, you know, you always make sure that you're on time and you're participating at the end of the semester. Because you already know Gray's about to come up. You want to make that last impression. So I feel like Trump may pull some shit, you know, the last year. Year yeah. and some change just to like get everybody back on the side. Because that's yeah. what he did when he got elected. He got people to back him and people to say, okay, 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 we'll get over it. Because he preached this thing where he was going, you know what? All right, that was just campaigning. I'm, I'm nah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, the thing is, he knows that he has, he has to keep distracting people. Because when you when you set a, a weak foundation, mm-hmm. or, or no better example, when you do something wrong. The, the first thing you have to do in order to like continue to, to, to stay in good standing is lie. Word. And then you got to lie again, and you got to lie again, and you got to lie again, and you end up telling a mountain of lies to the point where you start to believe that shit. <laughs> yeah. In order to, for it to work, you got to become a good actor. Word. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's where he's at, where he just keep lying, keep lying, just keep, and, and like now he realized, all right, I got, I got, the, they on my ass about Russia. You know, they on my ass about not getting this this bill passed or, you know, repeal Obamacare. They on, so you, you think know, it's more of a diversion? Where yeah, where his I'm, last I'm, stunt I'm was more of a diversion. Job. I'm not good. Trump, this this is my thing. Trump is not getting reelected for one reason and one reason only. He what doesn't that? have the backing of the Republican Party. Like, you mm. have a Republican he like, has a majority. Of the Republican he has base a base of voters. He has a Republican majority in the House. And and in this, I believe in the Senate as well. Yeah, and he's not getting anything passed. 
Like yeah, exactly. people don't want to hear like in t- when 2020 comes around and he's mm-hmm. made the promises of repealing Obamacare and all these other things, and then when it comes around and it's like, yo, I actually got nothing done. They're gonna vote his ass out. And, I and, and, and I, and I don't really and I don't and I think he does have a very strong like basic supporters, like core supporters. Yeah, I but think like, under mes- the only reason supporters. the only reason Trump oh, totally. won was totally because, right in now. my opinion, was because people were so like upset with Hillary that like. People didn't come out to vote in the way that they need to come out and vote. Okay. Next time around, he's angered everybody, Muslims, Christians alike. Well, we, we all up. Weed advocates. Well, well, that's why it's so hard. Black to Lives tell. Matter. Nah, all these groups. Well, you're right. All these subsidiary. Right. The gays. Like all these groups. Like they're upset with Trump, and they're gonna come out and vote in numbers that we've never well, seen before. Hold up, before. hold up, though. But like, when he attacks those groups, though, mm-hmm. like the crazy part is, they they were already not voting for him. Yeah. Means so, nothing. but they didn't. They didn't vote for Hillary either. Some of those same groups. No, no, no. I they weren't it. behind Hillary either. I get it. But they're going to get behind a Booker or a Kamala Harris. Maybe. Or, Maybe. or like if yo, Sanders runs again, like yo, I, I never, I didn't pick against it. You feel what I'm saying? I can't, I can't say. I I'm, I, I feel you. I I'm, and I'm, and another thing is, I ain't going to pretend to be educated about things that I'm not necessarily like. You know more about this specific subject. I can tell. So for me. Uh, you know, like, no, really, though, because I think that's something that everybody needs to get a hold of. Right. I think that needs to be said. Like, yo, educate yourself. Know when to chill. Know when to collect some information. If you the smartest person in your crew, mm-hmm. you need a new crew. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like, I'm, I, yeah, I sponge up the information. From what I from what I see, though, I, I'll literally say I don't think I'm educated enough to call it. Right. Like, I'm, I'm educated right. about Booker. I do think he's a great candidate. At the same time. I don't know, fam, because this... Okay, we live in a bubble on this East Coast. Let's right. be honest with ourselves. We, really we live yeah. in this progressive bubble, yeah. right? Where we only get like little remnants of, of what's the leftover shit from slavery. So like, right. you know what I mean? So like, but think about people in Idaho. How many black people in Idaho? <laughs> you feel me? South Dakota, bro. Right. That's, come on. That's what, see, that's where Hillary ran a whack campaign. She ain't go get them people. She didn't even she, try. She, yeah, she depended... On, you know where, where's Trump? Trump is getting off in West Bumblefuck. He's he's getting off there and he's going to talk to them people and he's going to get them involved. Yeah. So to me, it's like I, it's hard to tell because I think we underestimate the Midwest and the Dirty South. You, just, you really got to think about like I'm from the South. I know how it is in Pensacola, Florida. I know how it is shout in Duval. You know what I mean? Like, huh? You know, Lower Alabama. Yeah, shout out to Pensacola. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Lower Alabama, the Carolinas. Like, come on, man. How many people really, really going to pop up in Kinston, North Carolina, or, or, you know what I'm saying? Or Mississippi. Like, these places, they exist and they heavy. They got, they, they got clout. So I feel like it's, it's just, you know, it's one of the things where don't underestimate. I I think, I think um, it's not good enough to be great. You got to go get them people. You know what I mean? You gotta go get them people. So and then Trump's willing to. Yeah, I I think you got a lot. You got a, you had a bunch of good points there. Um, that Rust Belt, like that shit was like really the Achilles heel for for Hillary. Like all those states, those mid those mid states, like she really got killed. Yeah. You feel me? Like those were those were the like Ohio, like all those, like even even down to the like to the dirty south. Like you feel me? Like all those states where like you know Obama won, right? Mm-hmm. Hillary lost yeah. So like this, Like you're right Like if that's where His stronghold is It's gonna be a battle But ultimately I think Certain candidates Would've did well there Like Bernie He would've wiped The floor with Trump In the Russia Bernie battle. would've won Bernie, Bernie would've Bernie won Bernie would've won The, the, Bernie the, the, the won. nomination The shade like, he did Yeah I don't even wanna get back yeah, We had yeah. that conversation I don't even wanna get back Into it That's too much that. in the woods For me but Ultimately Like I think we got I think it's gonna be interesting Regardless You feel me It's gonna be interesting Like Okay, well, let's let's parlay that into the current NFL Neil situation because, in my opinion, you know what I mean, Trump. You could say he's wrong about calling them sons of bitches or whatever the case may be. Um, and when it happened, you know, he faced a lot of backlash from professional athletes who have a mega voice in in our current society, right? But then at the same time, to be on Sunday, right, and then to see all the everyone kneel and do their little protests and stuff, and then. You see Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys kind of went overboard and they're locked in arms with Jerry Jones before the anthem and then stood for the anthem. And he's been one of the main proponents about standing for the anthem. And it just, it kind of looked like a little bit, 
it, it was just too much a little bit on on both sides with a point where they're now i think the nfl um trump kind of baited them into taking the bait and, and then they took it and overall i think the nfl is the big loser here they no some, choice. yeah some people say trump is the big loser here i don't i disagree because he kind of pit America against the NFL. Which one do you choose, America or the NFL? And, and NFL chose. And oh, we are the NFL. We kneel. And in, in essence, in, in, in essence, I don't, I don't really think that's a good PR move for them. I don't, and, what's your opinion on in that? In essence, he actually like connected himself to the American flag. Yeah, like he literally connected his brand with to the, the American, American flag. flag. So like, look, what, look, it's, it's chess. He's playing this chess game. Absolutely. Now these owners, I'm gonna get at them, cause like you know, it it really it it really pissed me off how like all of a sudden they want to be in solidarity with the place. Whoa, when the CBA come around, you ain't in solidarity. It's, it's about dollars. Let's just be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's I a said. marketing ploy. When Cap knew, there was no owner that came out and said, you know what, they do need to stop killing unarmed black people. They do. Like they nah, nobody said shit. You know what I mean? But then Trump calls hit their players sons of bitches and attacks their brand, and it, it starts to affect their back pocket. Talk now to all of a sudden they want to they want to lock arms. And yeah, shit. yeah. Talk Man, to if you don't set your ass down. Yeah, somewhere. it looked it looked look kind of ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and as much as we want players to have a professional athletes rather to have that that social consciousness, right? Like like a Kaepernick, right? Yeah. They kind of took what Kaepernick did, and I'm not saying it was a slap in the face. To, to his real protest, which was like the first kneel, which was like about something that has some substance. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, damn, like where was all my support when I needed y'all last year? When I was when I put my like head out there to get chopped off, nobody had my back. No, not, I couldn't. I had maybe like four or five players you could name off the top of your hand. You know what I'm saying? That 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 kneeled last year. As mm -hmm. soon as Trump says, oh well, like if you if you don't if you kneel for the national anthem, you should be fired. They want to kneel, so it's just like it's like, come on, man. Mike Hobbs, what's your opinion on that, man? So I'm gonna just talk real brief, real briefly on this. Yeah. <laughs> I like so Kaepernick, he was comfortable making himself the martyr here. Yeah. Um, and rightfully so. Like, we needed to have that moment where it was where the actual issue was prevalent. I think more like right now, like. We're more so kneeling in solidarity of Cap getting back his job, right? I think that's but part he, of he, it. He's still not signed. Yeah, but that's that's more so the reason why people are boycotting watching the games. Like it's because Kaepernick stood yeah, for done. that original issue, right? He's continuing to advocate for that original issue, and he's also not. He's also still unemployed. So I think that's that's really where like the solidarity amongst the players is coming from, in my opinion. Is mm -hmm. that you know this is our brother? Like we're not gonna let him stand out there in the cold any longer. Like regardless well, that, of what that, the owners, I think, and regardless of how this affects my sponsors, um, I have to make this stand. And okay. I think you know it's hard building a moment in 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 the midst of a season, right? You're building a movement in the midst of a season where everybody's scrapping to try and be competitive, know, be competitive, and win a Super Bowl, right? Because that's that's still that still is a sport. Like people aren't people aren't really locked into what Kaepernick is doing. Like people know, but are they really like getting together and having having tea and, mm -hmm. and, and and drinking and saying, all right, we're gonna really get together and support Kaepernick in an off season when people have time to go congregate at clubs and stuff? That's when those conversations are really happening about mm -hmm. yo, like we gotta really make a stronger stand on this. Yeah, like during the season was kind of like it was like Kaepernick had to know that going into this that there were going to be repercussions yeah um and that he possibly could be well, like he could job. possibly be he could possibly be you know out of a job but i think like when we look at kaepernick as a whole like i look at him as a modern day prophet to be honest yeah because he took that stance and because he was willing to accept the responsibilities that come with taking that stance yo we've been through this before we you know people just you know, they just kind of like block shit out. But we've been through this before. Like Muhammad Ali took a stance to against the nation, against the government, and said, Facts. "I'm not fighting your war." Viet yeah. Cong never called me nigga. Absolutely, stripped right. of his title. What? Okay, that's that's an athlete who is in a position of like, and that's is is particularly important to me that Kaepernick plays quarterback. Yeah, because that's a job black men just started 
getting. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Now he can't get a job, right? Mm-hmm. The job that we just started getting. And he was he, was, he, was, he was in the Super Bowl not even what four four yeah, seasons ago like come on dog Super Bowl. and like honest and they acting like he ain't nice like he really didn't run for damn near two hundred yards in a playoff game like Facts. no I I, w- I seen it with my own too oh he's uh he's, he's, yeah. uh, his arm isn't as accurate or yeah, whatever like, come man on, guys. What, whatever B. He, he, he that guy got a crazy arm Facts. that guy he actually played well with one of the most horrible teams and like he's had three coaches yeah. in what three years. Like, come on, B. Like, the fact he, is, he's he, good enough to be on the NFL roster. He couldn't. He's good enough to be a starting top ten quarterback. He's good enough to start for the Giants right now, bro. he's he's a starting top ten quarterback. And I don't in know the about right situation, I say that. And in in the right situation, he in the Super Bowl because you. I think it was underestimated is the fact that that guy really can run. Yeah. He really can't run, so that's that's a whole different thing. Just like Ali could, really could box, but like yo, it's it's different from that. It's literally saying that like yo, they did not accept Ali at that time. Mm-hmm. He was an outcast, right? Now look, now look. Oh yeah, that, that, Cap, that vision Cap of him shaking going, with Cap the torch is going down in history. It's more American than any of of that that shit that they were spewing. During the Vietnam War, absolutely, we found out we were in a, a an unjust war, some bullshit, and now we look back on it. I think it's the same way we'll look back at weed being illegal and all these blacks getting arrested. Word, we'll Word. look back and laugh and be like, "That's what y'all was like," and I think that's exactly how we're gonna look back and be like, "Wow!" So a guy kneels, he actually sits first, speaks with m- m- military guys, gets some perspective on. How to adjust it to so adjust that his he, protest. he can show love to them, adjust his protest to the ones that he doesn't want to dishonor, mm-hmm. and the ones who ain't ain't no more American than him. Yeah, want to want to sit there and call him because they cowards. The okay, just, just you know they cowards, dog. Okay, well yeah. they cowards. Like real talk, <laughs> there's never been an acceptable protest in the history of the United oh. States of America. Fact. Don't matter if we sitting at counters. It don't matter if we kneeling. It don't matter if we. We standing and locking arms like none of that shit matters, dog. Like the the American establishment does not want to see black men stand up for their rights, and then, and whenever we do, like we get we get people make examples out of us, right? Exactly. But we in a, we in a day and age where people got more power, mm-hmm. social media and direct access to people like gives us the most amount of power we've ever had. In addition to like the other forms of media, like getting all those articles circulating and stuff like so. Real talk, like I, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not really shaken by you know the, the reactions that people are giving to to Kaepernick because mm-hmm. I know it's not, it's like in the in the larger scope of things in 20 years, like you said, like people gonna recognize the real. You feel me? Yeah. The the fake and all the all of the noise, like that shit gonna die down. Yeah. You feel me? And then when they, when we remember history, like we gonna remember Kaepernick as the prophet who was able to do this, mm-hmm. who was able to accomplish this, yeah. who shook the league mm-hmm. in a way that we haven't seen since Muhammad Ali. I like yeah. you feel what me? you said. I like what you said, a prophet. Absolutely. He, like he he saw this before it happened. Like um, he's looking Absolutely. 20, 30 years down the line, mm-hmm. so that our kids, you know, don't have to go through what what we're going through as far as like driving by cops and the hair standing up on my arms. Because I already know I could ride clean and I'm still gonna be a target. You know what I mean? And sure. I, I I just think it's is it's amazing on his part, man. I couldn't and I'm glad that he actually articulated the information when given the platform. Mm-hmm. That was important too, because a lot of dudes just be taking stands and they're not that yeah. Then they're not really, really like sharing their cause. He articulated and he right he took his opportunity and, and like they don't have an excuse now. Okay, now we brought up a lot of solid points right now and we're getting to the the real bottom of the issue which is the Kaepernick situation. So fuck all the NFL nil last week situation, which is like really irrelevant uh, as it pertains to Kaepernick. Well, it's not, but the original nil is really the heart of the issue, right? It's like social injustice, police brutality, and, and we really hammering that. But I have I have a few follow up questions for you guys, right? Which is, do you think do you think Kaepernick uh, enjoyed what he saw last week? Um, on the field, as far as everyone taking a knee and um, after the fact, I don't or, think Kaepernick or, is watching the NFL right now. 
I mean, <laughs> that was, where it is born. But now nah, I, I think he appreciated it. Yeah, I think because how do you think, think Kaepernick underst- feels today at this moment? I think he understands the energy he put out. Like that shit multiplied and it's coming back in waves that he couldn't even have imagined. Like, okay, to be able to force the same people who won't give you a job to identify with your movement—that's a different level of gangster power, right? Yo, that's a different level of power. Like those same people who was trying to make him not be able to eat is the same motherfuckers who gotta cry and try and get fans back now. You feel me? Because everybody, not everybody, but enough people have made noise to the point where it's affecting their bottom line. That's the only way you get shit done in this country. And, and is if I, you affect I people's bottom line. Like, I agree with your I, I agree with um, you know, your premise. Like, it's it's bittersweet though. I think he felt mixed emotions. Cause I still feel like he felt like, all right, why are we talking about Trump? Why is Trump the reason you're willing to get down on your knee now? Yeah. And 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 again, some change ago, I like yeah. Because social social injustice police, wasn't enough. Yeah, police brutality wasn't enough. Fact. Now Trump will now it almost makes it look like you're boycotting Trump. And, yeah. And you're what you're doing is you're playing into Trump's game because Trump wants to associate himself with the American flag. That makes his right 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 wing conservative plot more you know it, it gets that crowd riled up and makes them feel like they trust him even more so i i like i feel what you're saying as far as like yes it i got people to pay attention i got the owners you know some people didn't lose it the people who wanted to get it got it there's some progression is mm-hmm. is, is the point too absolutely so i think he feels that, yeah. that okay that's great definitely then, a step a step ahead yeah but then on yeah. the other side i also feel like yo you know some of y'all just got lost in the whole like what is yeah. what are we talking yeah, some about some people are just people did kneeling this. against trump you know what i'm saying as far as as far as not really supporting what Kaepernick Kaepernick stood for but they're just kneeling against trump and don't matter. i really agree with that don't matter don't yeah, matter it, it don't matter, matter. Wh- it don't matter why they doing it people yeah. who was boycotting the bus boy the bus boycotts in, in alabama yeah like they had cars. everybody didn't understand the reason why they was they was boycotting some of them the had some of them had they transportation was, some of them had they, they didn't even understand a lot of people a lot of times like messaging gets lost in, in social movements right mm-hmm. because like you know there's a there's a nucleus of people who actually start things and then it spreads like wildfire and you have like you know different interpretations of what the root cause is right mm-hmm. history always remembers like the real shit you feel me like trump is a distraction for now and if trump is going to give us energy to the movement like use trump all fucking day like okay you feel me if I trump is that. the if trump is going to be the thing that the that that unites people around what the real issue is yeah use trump for that shit okay now that's, he's nothing more than question. publicity like, i got a question point, like i got a question so and this is i'm really asking i want your opinion on this i want your perspective like yours too like give me a real perspective yeah. like yo okay so if the white supremacists are but boycott and watching because players and owners are, are locking arms and kneeling and um the the on the other side people are boycotting because, because cap doesn't have a job yeah, because cap doesn't have a job and, and the social injustices that haven't been addressed and you know and so on and so forth mm-hmm. who what do where do we take that so yeah. who, who's going to get the credit well for, yeah for the change like it when i'll the, answer when the that do well, drag, i'll give you, you know my opinion I mean? on that first that's why i said when we first started this conversation specifically about the nfl uh and trump baiting them the nfl as a brand kind of took the ultimate l because mm-hmm. now you got people from the i'm gonna say the left or the right but people who stand with kaepernick uh, as far as uh, solidarity and what he what he kneeled for, mm-hmm. they're not they're boycotting regardless, right? So there's been people that have been boycotting since since they don't give a fuck about the NFL anymore. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Some people have taken that stance where nah, like Cap don't got a job. Uh, week one starter, week one on the bench somewhere. All right, we're not we're not tuning into the NFL. We're boycotting that. Yeah. Now this this happened in week three now and now um, it's boiled over to Trump getting involved and now Trump supporters. Um, well, the, at least the extreme ones, right? Mm-hmm. Who don't want to see a million dollar black athletes, you know what I mean, run around on the field, you know what I mean? And that has racial undertones as well. But they're boycotting because they, they're not standing for the national anthem. And football, whether you like it or not, has always been like one of these American things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, and I felt I really don't have like a problem going to a sporting event 
and ha- and seeing athletes stand for the national anthem. That's what I'm accustomed to seeing growing up. And I'm I'm 25, right? And nobody's really been kneeling for the anthem yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this probably like the, that was probably the biggest protest of the anthem I've ever seen in my life. Where it's just like, wow, like, and and and, 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 and then I will say that like like the patriot the patriot uh, what's the word like the false patriotism. Like well, like the the patriotism, right? Of just standing for the national anthem before a sporting event uh, begins. Mm. I don't know. It gives me chills sometimes. Like if you say if you're there live and, and yeah. it, before all this even happened with Cap, right? Yeah. There was nothing wrong with standing for the national anthem, right? But now, you know what I mean? The people who who, who have that pride in America aren't going to be feeling the NFL any much longer. Can can they can they please take that third verse out? What do you mean by that? Take that third verse out. That third verse about um, the slaves and the indentured services. Take that shit out. Mm, uh, uh, in, in the yeah, national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. I mean, you. You know, we we got all of these. You know, um, I guess um, um, adjustments we've made mm-hmm. in our society. That's one adjustment we need to make. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Like, yeah. man, You know, man, yeah. Change that. Change that. If, okay. If anything, Cap did great. Was he made me go look. At the lyrics of the full national anthem mm-hmm. and see that in the third verse, this country really wasn't talking about me at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is true. So, yeah. So Which yeah, is true. That. But Mike Hollis, what do you have to say about that, man? As far as far as people being mad on the cap side and people being mad on Trump side, both directed at the NFL now, and NFL's is definitely gonna take a hit from that. How do you view that situation? Um, from the NFL's perspective, from your perspective, is it damn the NFL? You're already boycotting, so it's really damn the NFL. Like you know, what I'm saying they're getting it from both sides. People who want them to stand for the anthem, people who want them to kneel. Mello Everybody's got, mad. Melo just got traded to OKC, so I'm ready for basketball season. Okay. Word. Now what? If, now what if the NBA players who are required to stand for the national anthem by their contract? That's actually a, a law in NBA. It's not in the NFL. Uh, what if what if the NBA players don't don't the, don't stand for the national anthem? The NBA is is a smaller um, is a smaller. Right, I'm, I'm gonna say it this way. I'm, I'm fuck it, free speech, right? Yeah. And the NBA is a smaller plantation than the NFL. Like okay. the NFL is the is the biggest plantation in in you know in, in the public sporting arena in terms of like social control that they typically exhibit over their players. Mm-hmm. Like the NBA, they have a little bit more like leeway. Yeah. Um, and that typically comes out when you see the protests like mm-hmm. they allow jeremy like jeremy lynn is like did a letter protest last year against some stuff you okay well like, it's funny LeBron, you mentioned that lebron the face of the, uh, the nba mm-hmm. has taken a stance against trump against trump and takes us takes a consistent consistently takes a stance on social issues so it's different the okay. espies when he's different the like people are already uh, like people are already this is the comparison to the nba to the nfl people are already comfortable and have been um, socialized into the NBA having these social views. Yeah. The NFL, because of its larger fan that. base, like that, some of them, you know, in the rural South, the NFL is like, it's king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we, we still, there, you know, those people in the, in the rural South who are super patriots and they're, you know, in their beliefs, um, but don't necessarily um, agree with the way, you know, pro- the protests have been happening. Like, this is like culture shock to them. Okay. They're like, oh my God, the one the one event that we didn't think would ever be politicized, like baseball has done political things, like with Jackie Robinson, da, 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 da. NBA is always political. Like, NFL, mm-hmm. like God, like this is the only place we could, they thought that they could get refuge in. I think ultimately, what this does is it just sets up the table for a larger conversation on like what patriotism is, right? I think Trump, although he is, you know, um, trying to associate his brand in a way to like, you know, identify with the U.S. flag. I, I think that shit is like, that shit is gonna come and go. You mm-hmm. feel me? People ain't really buying that shit. People know that you really are just a corporate scumbag, and um, you know, you really only ran for president because you wanted to, to increase your brand, and you luckily like ran up against a flawed candidate. Okay. Um, but Thanks. I think the NFL. I disagree with that. But the, the okay. NFL has like. <laughs> Has has you know the the fan base has exhibited a level of shock and and awe in the in the stance that the NFL has taken yeah. again with you know the nils and I think yo, yo. I think going forward people are going to have to get used to that like so we're in time of social of social justice being like uh like 
a marketing tool. Like, yeah. not just. Well, like, it depends on who you marketing to, man. Look, some, Kylie it's Jenner. Up, Kylie Jenner it's gonna upset more people sometimes yeah. than it than it than it. College endorse. I mean, right? there's no such thing as in marketing. There's no such thing as black as bad publicity. Oh, man. Like you it get people, people talking about your brand. Like even even in the boycott, like there's money to be made when you re-engage those people who are now like up in arms. But like if you can turn them around, you got they're gonna be more loyal to your brand than they were before. Okay, so it's, I it's, think it's, it's, it's an opportunity. It like it, it really is. Um, and I, Trump is master that. That's one thing you gotta give him. Is that Trump is like a, a supreme marketer? He needs no publicist. Yeah, he's his own publicity. You know, he's um, it's like Kanye in rap. Mm-hmm. Kanye needs no publicist. Yeah, Kanye's, <laughs> you know, he gonna ruffle some feathers, he gonna step on some toes, and he Word. gonna get some amens too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's um, it's just how it goes. But like, I want to say to your plantation comment, like the, I think that the NFL is in the house. I think the real plantation is college football. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why Alabama wow. has no pro team. Because yeah. who's the real pro team in Alabama? The Saban University of Alabama, yeah. Saving in them. The, the you know what I mean? Tide. They ain't got to pay their players. Yeah. And they all stand for the anthem. No yeah. doubt, no question no, about and, it. No, and college by nature, it, you you have less of, of a personality of an individual platform. Yeah. You, they don't in, at Alabama. Look, just pay attention to the details. They don't put the names on the back of their jerseys, Mm-mm. on their helmets. They don't even put a mascot. They just put the number. Yeah, they so damn plain when it comes to how they do it. Now, of course, we love football. You love football. You love the way Alabama play football. I ain't got nothing against Nick Saban. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, just the setup of it, there is no collective bargaining for those guys. But they, you, to the the amount of profit that they bring in. For these universities and these television stations, it's ridiculous, bro. But, but you, it's just as much as the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Is it, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably more. Do you get in the club before the Dolphins? Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Like, to be honest, the tradition. But, but, you know, just to tie that back all in, it's just to say that, like, okay, so if y'all want to take a stance, how about this next collective bargaining agreement, period? How about when y'all go up again? Y'all, y'all how about y'all actually, yeah. how about y'all lock arms then yeah how about y'all lock dollars then <laughs> you feel what i'm saying yeah and how about y'all oh, wait, actually get more that. clout because that's why that's why the nba players can stand Word. firmer yeah. because they have a better cba yeah. they have more clout they have more guaranteed money they can they they can decide their fate they have a better free agency mm-hmm. they have a whole like that whole there's no franchising in basketball okay you know what i'm saying so it's just more you have more power and we all know fiscal power is like no other when it comes to these owners especially when, in america exactly when you have more financial power a, a, a longer financial reach you yeah. can do more of okay. what lebron's doing all right you know now what I'm saying? all right now one of the questions i wrote down i'm glad uh you guys brought it up yourselves right but one of the questions i wrote down was now considering all of that there still hasn't been an athlete that has moved the needle as much as Kaepernick right so when you talk about NBA versus NFL and the NBA has more guaranteed money they have more security why is it that an athlete from the NFL was able to move the needle as far as social discussion and really talking about the real issues that we're facing when 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 the NBA Technically has less to lose and, and cap he really put it all on the line there and, and, and went after it But you know what I mean, uh, of course he like his his contracts aren't guaranteed and he's yeah. still not on the NFL team yeah. Get him Mike. So so yeah. what's, your, what's your opinion on that? Get him Mike? Mike. Honestly <laughs> It just has to do with the amount of opposition cap ran up against okay Like there was a much a much larger pushback with Kaepernick, yeah, because like I said before, and the NFL put- and their plantation wasn't socialized mm-hmm. to seeing this level of like okay. protest. So the so the pushback, the pushback helped, cr- helped the, the social movement. There's no such no thing as it. no such thing as, as, as bad publicity. Like marketing and like understanding social movements. Like the only time you get traction is when there's an opposition. If there's no opposition, there's no movement. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yo, we we literally um. Is is just I think what he did was he took private thoughts mm-hmm. and made them a public stance. Yeah, because we all thought it. Yeah, we all like felt like okay, some got to change. You see, I seen Philando, I seen Alton, mm-hmm. I seen Eric. 
Shit's making me sick. We all feel this way. On we video. All, yeah, we all, we all think crazy. it, right? It was getting crazy. Right. And this, it, like, what it does is, like, we're all socially influenced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just the way we are, human nature. Monkey see, monkey do. You know, so, like, in, in the sense of, like, creating this thing where people can actually see a stance. A specific thing that he did, he trademarked it. It was great branding. It was great marketing on his part. He, he thought about what he did. And then he gave the reasoning for it. And, like, of course, you leave it to people to twist it up and all of that. But I just think he took a lot of, like, what we already thought in private. Because it's kind of like being in that class where, you know, um, the teacher asks a question or something. And it's, like, 30 students in the class. And nobody wants to say nothing. Mm. Everybody thinking the answer. But they don't want to say nothing because they feel like, I might get it wrong. Everybody be thinking something different. You got that one kid that raised his hand. And that one kid. (laughs) That got, it, it, yeah, that got the heart to yeah. raise his hand and Speak just take that chance, and then everybody breathe a sigh of relief and be like, I, I knew it, I knew it. Everybody hand going it. up, yeah. <laughs> and now everybody want to get in the discussion, and yeah. it, you know, it just takes that one dude who didn't, who wasn't intimidated by the professor, or the teacher, yeah. enough to just say, you know what, I don't care, I don't care if I'm wrong, I don't care what y'all think. I'm gonna give my perspective, da da da. And I think that like, so that's the beauty in what he did, and like you're right, like the. You know, it wouldn't if he was in the house. Like, well, no, nah, that's not good. If if he was, if he was in the NBA, it wouldn't seem the same. Mm. My, um, Abdul Rauf Ben did it. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't seem the same. They would just crush it real quick because they'd be like, "Hold up, you know, you you have more power. You can speak out. You can do this. You can do that." But in the NFL, where we know it's the good old boys club, yeah, it's like, yo, you, you better not fuck yo, around. Yo, you got some heart, boy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. I yeah. like you got That's some heart. Oh, you think you play quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just started letting blacks play quarterback, yeah. right? <laughs> and you got the nerve to, to talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. got something for you. Wait, yeah. Your contract went. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, um, let's talk about <laughs> professional athletes and their conscious level. Uh, in, in present day Because Cap you, You're right It took one person To really raise the conscious level Of not just Professional athletes But a lot of A lot of people Who were probably Disengaged by What was going on But Like in the future Does that mean that we, We're looking towards a LeBron to speak out Because I don't really think LeBron's words Hold as much weight Even though We, we all love LeBron We all love Steph Curry But I'm not sure If their 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 opinions really move the needle because when we hear him talk we're like oh well i would expect lebron to say that you know what i'm saying i don't i'm not sure what it is but can we depend on professional athletes to really you know what i mean continue to move the needle or like what has to happen got to it's it's the way it's always been Um, okay progression has always hit sports first yeah it always has jackie robinson you know um muhammad ali you know, the, to say that again, you know, or the, even just the Negro League and the fact that, like, a lot of those Negro League players, Satchel Page, them, they were better. They were, and they made it. Shout to the North Eagles. Obvious. You or know what I'm saying? Shout to the North Eagles, man. Shout to the North Eagles. We, in a, we in a special space right now. Yeah, we yeah, ain't, yeah. He ain't even give you the, the, the oh, real details, I, Yeah, dog. I ain't give you the background. This is the North Eagles. Uh, what is this? This used to be their headquarters, though. Yeah, this, this is their headquarters that we wow. sitting in right now. So. Word. Yeah, shout out to the North love. Eagles. Yeah, the energy, yeah. the energy's in this room, dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 In yeah. this one specifically, because this probably was like the office area. Are you everything. serious? Yeah, this is a story. I knew I like this spot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, yo, I, I, you know, this spot you, right here is in home, the baseball man. hall of fame. This spot right here. What? Yeah, this is in the baseball. Man. And this is in what Cooperstown? Not the black baseball hall of fame, the white one. So. Yeah. Bro, well, there's no coincidences in this whole situation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even be saying it's funny no more because it's, it's no coincidences. It's, it's meant to be. Yeah, you know, absolutely. energy is never lost nor gained. It's only transferred. So, yeah, we and and you know what? We taking that same energy. I think it's exactly that. Those guys revolutionized it through sport before society was ready for it, mm-hmm. and that's what we doing now. And and of course, will will Cap get a job? Maybe not. Yeah. But you know what though? In in 10, 15, 20 years from now, they're going to miss Cap. Yeah. They're going to wish they gave him a job. Yeah. You're going to have a bunch of people who regret it. Why? Because they already it actually, regret it. He planted the seed. Sometimes you have to plant the seed and let other people water it. Mm-hmm. You Facts. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Facts. I, yeah. I, well, go, well, go say what you're going to say, Mike. Okay, well, just moving right along then. I really want, before we get out of here, I wanted to discuss, uh, are you guys uh, familiar with the Jamel Hill 
uh, controversy where she tweeted out that Trump is a white supremacist and his whole cabinet, he's hired white supremacists and just the whole term white supremacist right now in 2017, right? Because on one end, white, su- white supremacy is a real thing, right? And they are white supremacists, right? Uh, but at the same time, like, how do you guys feel about it? Are we using, like, I feel like the, the more loosely we say it, the less power that it has. So and I'm going to say it, this. That's my opinion on it. So, like, if, if we're going to use it, we got to make sure, like, dead on that we get, we come with our receipts on, on, on who is and who who's suspected of it. And then, like, who's, like, a real one. Because there's a difference between, like, oh, the white supremacist who wants white people to just be good. They just want they just wanted to go back to just be left alone. White people is good. Uh, they don't really care what happens in the urban community. That's not their problem. And then then there's the white supremacist that's like, that's like the neo-Nazi white supremacist. Man, let's just get it out in the open. Yeah, so what's your opinion on that? A lot of white people are white supremacists, all right? You know, like, let's just be honest with ourselves. I mean, now what I will say is a lot of white people are subconsciously white supremacists. Because, I mean, it's so institutionalized to the point where if you boycott racism in America, it almost feel like you boycotting America. <laughs> yeah. That should let you know right there. The that system should, that we're in. Should, yeah. The judicial system has no problem letting these cops off. <laughs> Talk to them. So, yeah. and, and then people not even doing nothing. So if you're willing to sit there idle, then what does that tell me about you? You're a white supremacist. Because if it was a white person, you outrage, outrage. Oh yeah. my God, they be throwing shit. They be ready. Yeah, but he, he needs a pardon. You so get like, what I'm saying? So, so we're we not going to act like this country wasn't founded on white supremacy. Exactly. Like, don't, like we're not going to sit here and act like Europeans came over to America and didn't genocide all the black and brown people here and then rename the country and then take over, like, all the natural resources. And then, and then like, after they gave us a little freedom, they was like, oh, you can come work in our system now. Like, don't act like that's not exactly what we're going through. Exactly. So to sit here and say that you know white supremacy isn't like a part of this country like that's a fucking bold-faced lie oh like, well i'm not well me? i don't think or, I, and i'm not well, saying and i'm talking I'm about not hill. Not, I'm, not I'm talking about it. the backlash that jamel hill received no, okay so like yeah, the yeah. mindset yeah. the mindset of trump like you know I, i'm not a psychologist i don't know if this man's really a white supremacist or if he's just feeding into the narratives that got him elected mm-hmm. right but ultimately he has I white think, supremacist tendencies i think he has white supremacist tendencies um in the past facts like, in the past when people like when folks have dealt with him and there's still some prominent african-americans who still choose to deal with this clown right mm-hmm. but i don't think people were able to see that this was you know his tendencies and who he is as a person yeah and to be quite frank like i'm still not convinced that that he's not just doing this shit for publicity he, and not just trying to solidify like a base of folks uh-huh. who who he's preaching to right i think there's a segment of america and i think it's a it's every day because of things like hip-hop culture right there's a it's a very dwindling segment of america mm-hmm. that still has these archaic like ideas of like what the white man should be on top and everybody else on the bottom i think yeah. I think it, I think he understands that that's that that you know that portion of America is dwindling, that society is dwindling, and he's just catering to them because he knows that they need a leader. They need a leader. They need a leader. They need to reorganize. And I need to reorganize and re-strategize. Right? Yeah. You ever noticed? And they've always been reorganized and re-strategized. Oh yeah. Beginning of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever but, no, you ever yeah, noticed that's ahead. the first thing they say? What? They go somewhere else. <laughs> you, the the first thing they say is why don't you go somewhere else. You know why they say go somewhere else? Where the hell are they gonna go? Don't nobody <laughs> want their ass. Yeah, they, this is it. all this on earth for them. We accept it anywhere we go. You got it's it. love. Yeah, you Facts. know what I'm saying. We can go anywhere in this world. I've been out this country. I played ball in Germany. Mm-hmm. I went over there. I went to five different countries. I got love. Or uh, you know, American, American. George Bush. Ugh. You know, cool. Let's yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just call it spade a spade, right? Like when when Europe sent people to America and to the to the you know to this land to to occupy it, they ain't sent no motherfucking scholars. Yeah. They sent savages. They let yeah. they freed the jails. Yeah. You feel me? And sent people over here on ships to come and take and come and massacre people. Like, yo, I got, I got. We're dealing with those people with descendants. Yo, right? I, I thought of something yesterday. 
And it really, really, like, it really put it in perspective for me. I kind of got pissed, but I was like, yo, I'm not going on Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't engage in this shit. But, like, yo, right. really, man? I was like, yo, you know what What started this whole, um, I guess, imperialistic, um, I guess, it, I don't want to even give it the credit of calling it a diet. Um, like, just migration, like, uh, imperialism all yeah. over. The Protestant Reformation. Protestant Reformation. It started with a protest to Catholicism. Mm-hmm. They ain't want to get down with the Catholics, mm-hmm. so they wanted out. They the rebels of Europe. So what they do is they gonna go somewhere else. You know, take mm-hmm. the plague with them, and take their guns with them, and take they they so called Christianity with them. They mm-hmm. manifest destiny with them. And they're going to go other places. They took it to Africa and then they took it to, you know, the New World or whatever. The New World. Yeah. The New World with, with people who've been there. And, and discover, start to discover some shit. And, and you know, or whatever. And, and then build this whole country that's based on, like, free labor. Um, taking a trade and, and a, 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 a form of, of tilling the land and resources from a whole group of people that you just oust. You just get rid of them. You know, nice. natives. Whatever Who A uh, um, majority originally from Africa But like you know You you get rid of them You bring over Africans And then you pretend That like you really really did this on your own Like you you know Really it's it's a dope boy mentality Let's just call it what it is It's the get off the block Or I'm gonna get now. you off the block Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly Like it's You know what I'm saying And then trying to pretend That God said do it Facts Like do you know this almighty white God Said do it because we're supreme That is like you said It's founded on white supremacy But it's just funny to me That the whole basis of it is Protestant behavior It's it's a religion but it's protestant yeah. It's Word. protesting Catholics Catholic. You know what I mean? And Europe So it's like yo you Now it's funny to me now That we protesting Y'all And that's unacceptable It's unacceptable when this whole shit Is founded on a bunch of dudes who protested mm. Crazy. Hey man, sit out of here. Well, anything that goes against their structure is unacceptable, right? But let's, but let's not even, let's not even like pretend that you know white supremacy and you know not even just white supremacy, but the mindset, right, of like dominance and like subjecting, sub, you know, subjugating like groups of people, like is it ever going to go away? Like it comes, it it might, it might like stop being like so like racist, right? But then it becomes class, right? Like we're starting to see that now here in Newark. Like gentrification is a real thing, right? And it's the mindset of okay, like we're gonna go into the area, we're gonna push people out, we're gonna take over, take this shit over, and we're gonna because it's new land. This is like you know, is that like I forget I was watching some comedy and they was they called it the Columbus syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like when people go into neighborhoods and they were like, oh my god, like this is like yo, real talk. Like I've I've heard some folks come in Newark, right? And go to a hood and really try and rename that shit. Like, you feel me? Like, they mm-hmm. call it Lower Broadway. Somebody had the nerve to call Lower Broadway Low Bro, my nigga. Like, wow. Low Bro. <laughs> like, that's the, like, like, low they. Bro, bro. Low, low you, you, oh, you, I live in Low, low Bro. I'm like, what low the, bro. like, what's Low Bro? Like, come on, dog. <laughs> you're not about to come over here with that, with that, like, come on, that, that Columbus Syndrome stuff, dog. Like, yeah. we're not having that in Newark. But I, I think, like, that's, I think that mindset, right? comes from that white supremacy background where they they feel like because i'm white like i can make things better inherently when and all, when we when we look at the history of things they only like they've they there's a way to that they've they can improve things when they're a part of the whole but when it's just that group like in control like it's chaos yeah you feel me and i think we got to just understand as as young people as millennials like we gotta understand that like change happens when everybody is pulling and locking arms and working toward like a greater society and a greater a greater good. And I think that like you know Trump is is like this is the last stand for white supremacy. Like let's call it what it is. Like they got four years to get their shit together, and then we coming for that ass. Like it's over. Like it's no it's no like it's, it's no wiggle room here. Like we killing y'all off with hip hop. Like. Hip hop is killing white supremacy. That's, that's what's doing it. You feel yeah. me? Like you can't sit here and tell me you racist and you bumping Lil Uzi, dog. Yeah. You not racist. You just confused. Yeah. You don't understand what's happening. Like, and I think what, and you know, I I get so excited 
when I mm-hmm. see white people listening to hip hop, I used to be like, oh nah, they can't have. I don't want them listening. I don't want them buying. No, buy that shit. Like buy our. That's this. This is our gift to you. Like we hit hip hop is healing you. You feel yeah, me? Hip hop. Hip hop is. I never thought your, about it like that. But that's absolutely true, man. Hip hop is healing your mind. Like it's it's allowing you from to, racism. From racism because you've been taught that shit. We gotta teach you in a in a way that's not so political yeah. that that shit is wrong. And you feel me? That's and that's our way of doing it. This is why this this is why I think like we got we got a chance. Like mm. fuck Trump. Trump don't listen we, to Jay Z. Like mm. come on, <laughs> fuck his ass. But we we black. We always got a chance. Word. You know we we of African descent directly. We always have a chance. Always because like on this planet, what's the number one source of energy? The sun. And what can our sun? What can our skin stand up against? Hey. The sun. <laughs> so like, yo, that there's a sense of I think that there's an, an a certain sense of jealousy that comes from that of yeah. us being able to be like people of the sun to, I mean, to be able to run around in the sun and because like yo, people go through seasonal depression when they don't get sun. Yo, and genetic like, you, superiority, you dog. Like they they got the they think they got genetic superiority but like the yeah, earth tell us different if you, if you really <laughs> want to go there you know what i mean like the earth tell us different <laughs> yeah exactly you know you you go out in the in the That's sun funny. you spend extended amount of hours out in the sun and yeah. you gotta really deal with skin cancer problems whereas you know we're it, no we kind of soak that shit in so like it's i think that there's and also like if you look at history man you know, it's been blotted out a lot of times. They don't put it in our school system because they don't want that empowerment. But right. like, you know, um, I, there's a natural, I think there's a natural like tendency for the white male to be a little bit more insecure mm-hmm. simply because like, y'all ain't really been running this shit that long. If you really look at the history of this, ran this shit for like 200,000 years, it was all ours. Mm. You know, you were reduced to like staying away. You had to hide. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, we were the ones in power. Well, that's really a forgotten that's a, history that a lot of people don't yeah, understand. It, but it, but it, no, but the thing is, though, it, we, we only, we don't think in the grand scheme of things. It's like we don't think over what the, um, the oldest fossil human, um, skull they found was what, 300,000 years old. We don't think 300,000 years. Oh, shit. It's only been 2018 years we've been in this era. Only 2018 years that you've been in control. Mm-hmm. It's been the imperialistic era. So before that, who was really running shit? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that nose you shot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All them pyramids you try to act like ain't really in Africa no more. That we still yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, even like even try to even yeah. try to uh, like like uh, repaint like, repaint. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pyramids here. They whole, can't figure out why they're here. You yo, they, yeah. it, it, yo, this whole they still shit, try to repaint the This whole shit is copied. And I look on the back of the dollar bill and I literally see a pyramid. I'm like, you copying. <laughs> you copied the whole shit. Hey man, like I said, like like like, like we like we keep going back to like the cream rise to the top, man. The fake that shit float to the bottom, dog. And, and at the end of the day, like the world moves in cycles. Like mm-hmm. time is up and they feel it. Like it's it's not just it's not like anything that we're saying, anything that we're doing. They just everybody got a biological clock. This you this 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 planet gives everybody a biological clock, and they, and then they stomach right now they shit turning. They like oh shit we gotta yeah we gotta figure this shit out real quick. We gotta come we gotta nah it's it's kind of too late yeah like we like we locking arms with everybody yeah and the more y'all push the stronger our arms pull and ultimately we about to it's. Like four, you got three years to get y'all to, to, to figure it out. Like eventually, the pendulum swings. Mm. Word, simple. The pendulum swinging, and it, you know, like I said, it's it's um, I think is is it's been there for us, man. The blessing has been there for us. The birthright been there for us. I just think we just gotta walk in it. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta accept it. I think it's hard. I, the the quicker our community and our people begin to accept our greatness, accept like our kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know our empire Like when we start to accept it Cause sometimes like we had this tendency to play a humble We're humble people We're humble forgiving people mm-hmm. See like yo I honestly be thinking That a lot of white dudes be threatened Because they be thinking like yo what would I do if I was them I'd kill every last one of my asses if I was them So uh, but we ain't like that We ain't though. even like that Yo though. you square that shit up You admit you was wrong we good, we good, cause I ain't I ain't worried about you. I'm yeah. I'm I'm on my. We're very forgiving people, and sometimes we too humble. Sometimes we we too like oh you know 
Well, I'm just playing this humble role. Like, nah, stop playing that humble role. Step up and, and put your crown on. Mm-hmm. You know, Queens, stop playing that humble. You beautiful. You ain't beautiful for no brown girl. You a queen. You you just as pretty as anybody. In, you know what I mean? Any yeah. beauty in the world. Put your crown on and walk like it. Like, you ain't got to play into that game because all that game was set up as some bullshit from the beginning. Mm. I just think we just need to accept our greatness, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, when okay. we do that, I think the quicker the... The quicker we get to where we should be. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, that uh, conversation ran over an hour, man. You guys want to continue talking, man? Or is that a little bit much for today? It's a lot of good I'm, podcast content. I'm, I'm down for that. I, like, right I like this shit. You bro. know what I mean? We can come yeah. back here next week around this time. Same Friday, do it again. You guys want to do it. You know I'm with it, man. Yeah, yeah. Come back, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. We're going to sign out, man. Introduce yourselves one more time. Shout out to the War Report one more one last time. Give your give everybody your social media where they can find some of your work, your handle, Twitter handle, uh, Instagram handle, man. Uh, just win, go ahead, go for it. Yeah, just win. Um, every handle is uh, at just the winner. J U S T T H E W I N N E R. Spell correctly. But um, yeah, um, check me out, man. We got some some great things on the way. I'm working on a lot of positive things and, and um, uplifting things. So you know. Follow Word um, My uh, social media is all At Mike is Newark Underscore um, Y'all see me out here Let's say what up Alright man <laughs> Shout out to the War Report One time Make sure you guys Follow me on Twitter At War Report Radio Instagram at War underscore report Underscore radio um, This is Jared Adams Man we're signing out man Peace Yeah Shout out to the War Report That's love Word. Yeah that was like our...